You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, Patrick, why don't you help our listeners out who are listening live right now? Yeah, if you're if you're out there uh, and if you can still go back home, maybe do that uh, because <laughs> due to a power issue, C-trains on both the blue and red lines, they're currently stalled in the downtown core. Uh-oh. So no trains are getting through downtown right now. Uh, Calgary Transit is looking to restore service, but that's what happens to these things. There's when it a- gets cold, that electrical current there just gives up. Okay. Um, probably stay home, stay warm. Yeah, there's no point to be out here. Uh, it's it's flipping freezing up, but that didn't stop our next guest. Big Show Flames <laughs> no, Analyst. He walked. Mr. Brent Cron, <laughs> brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. And anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, you know, I have news for you, George. For me specifically? Just for you specifically. Okay. Uh, does, a, does a walrus get cold in the Arctic? <laughs> nah, are, good, there, are there walruses in the Arctic? Antarctic, yeah. maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere where it's really cold. Does a polar bear get cold? Yeah, they live, right. the, they live in the North Pole. Is an Arctic <laughs> fox or yeah. lemming in the, in the snow yes. running a around? a polar bear. Right? Yeah, no, I, uh, it is. It is cold. I, yeah. I, I am freezing. I have my, my big winter parka in my truck in case anything should happen to oh, me. Yeah. Like, okay. I look great today, but should anything fall apart? Like the fleece. Yeah. yeah. I got a sweater underneath here. I got my uh, my boots rated for minus whatever mm. yep. in the truck. And I got my I got my winter parka. Uh, I appreciate that you um, risked uh, your life to come yeah. here. Yeah, life and limb. Yeah, I like that, yep. that you did that. Um, big win last night. For the Calgary Flames in Arizona against the Coyotes, I got all like, I got super excited with John and Huberto's play last night. Yeah, I said it to Matt. Matty doesn't know because his brain's like mush. I go best game of the season. Hell yeah, bro! <laughs> best game of the season for number ten last night because I think it was. He, and and his passes are his passes are getting through. How he's much fu- confidence does he have he, right now? And he, and he's not like over. His emotions aren't nearly as uh, as. Uh, relief you know what i mean like when he was struggling or he'd get a goal or he'd make a good play you could see him go oh yes or when things were not going well he's just yeah. looking down and he's a lot more even keel now and you can just see he's got a lot more confidence passes are on the tape he's finding open guys i mean that that uh, breakaway goal he had too in philadelphia saturday mm-hmm. afternoon was yep. like that that's a goal scorer's goal man like that's that's a deadly deadly move it's nice to see you want to see him keep going what's his point streak at now is it eight seven games seven eight games? points yeah um that's just got to be awesome for him too, right? And then you get to go chat with your old man afterward or whatever on the on the trip or family. It's just like hey. get a bunch of high fives on yeah. the way, like the tunnel, the dad, the high fives <laughs> yeah. after. I was like, man, I, why am I I not there? This would be so much fun. I love watching the like the dads high fives in the suite, which just it's all awkward and weird because they're all like oh, yeah. really excited and they're missing each other. They're from they're different they're... countries. They're <laughs> they're it's all different high five <laughs> styles. Just, they just met each other and they're just. <laughs> High five and everything, and rubbing Leslie's head, and you know, yep. just having a great time. But uh, back for for Huberdo, I mean, this is good for him. Obviously, it's good for the Calgary Flames. It's nice to see him oh. play with a little bit of zip. And you know, we were trying to, you know, this this, this city wants him to do well too. Is you know, he's talked about quite a bit, right? And just uh, in in everybody, when you're watching the Flames, you're saying, man, you know, the the, the Flame Stars got to be their stars. And we have Huberdo for a long time here, and it, things haven't gone great for him. So for him to be on this. This run here right yep. now is uh, it's obviously just great for the person, right? Uh, he was also um, 
I thought he was really good on that third period power play. Yeah. Where he was just the general. And they and they ended up scoring on that tic tac toe passing play that Sharon Govich banged in. But I think I think Huberto just it's all about the confidence. And he looks like to me that he's just exuding a ton of confidence. You know what else I like too? The teammates aren't treating him like Rudy anymore when he <laughs> yeah, gets a point. It's like, way to go, Rudy, you got an assist. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh he's the guy that he's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh with the guy they traded for and the guy they gave the extension to. I think he's been really, really good. And the way Jacob Markstrom's playing, and we'll get to that, and the way Jonathan Huberto's playing, I, I, I would be surprised if Markstrom gets dealt. Yeah, I think if Huberto can really continue this play, they can drag this team into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Because I think there's, a, there's, there's an open spot there in the Western Conference. There's a lot of teams, and the Coyotes are one of them. The Flames jumped them in the standings last night. I think if Huberto can continue this type of play, and Markstrom can uh, just be Jacob Markstrom the, like he has been this entire season, I think it's a playoff team. I really do. Well, and it's nice that Sharon Govich can score goals. He's got a guy that he can get the puck to that, Finisher. Can, that can make a play. How about right? that two-on-one? Oh, man. <laughs> right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, that pass was beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful, but he buried, right? Like, yeah. Huberto's made a handful of passes this season, too, to guys that have missed open nets or yeah. had it on their stick that have, you know, obviously butchered the play. And and, and then when you're when you're <laughs> got enough pressure on you, by the fans and the city and everything, and then the player himself is going to put the most pressure on himself. And yeah. every time you can't get a break, like that's a wide open net. Why didn't you put that in? Or right off the bat, this season wide open net, he puts it off the post pass over. Right, like things are just clicking, and it's nice. And you saw in that second period too, uh, Phoenix had a chance to come back. Arizona, yep. Arizona. Pardon me. Oh, right. On that it old potato, okay. yeah, it's potato, potato. Same, it's the same uh, crap. But uh, playing ten, it's like it's like, call, it's like calling they the Chargers San Diego, <laughs> right? It's the same thing. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Um, Second period. But Markstrom, I mean, and once again, they they needed him. He was there. He didn't let the Coyotes get close. Kept them at his arm's reach. Yeah, you know, we had kind of talked about wanting a game where the Flames can kind of get out early. Just keep everybody away for a little while, and that's kind of what they did. They're up 3 nothing before you hit the first TV timeout, and from there on out, it was just, hey, anytime the Coyotes started to show any sort of life, it was like, hey, check back in, everybody. Yeah. Lock it back in. Everything on the outside. Markstrom's going to keep it, it dialed. The only way to score on him right now, really, is if you're banking it off one of his teammates, <laughs> I essentially. I was going to say that. Like, And it's just nice for him to be able to shake those ones off, too, because yeah, those ones suck. 100%. Last year, he he wasn't shaking those ones off. The team was winning. If they were going to win, it was 2-1, 3-2 every single night. And those games can be kind of tough, too. When your team gets out to an early lead, you know at some point they are going to come back. You know, Arizona's going to come back. They're going to get their chances because guys are going to get comfortable. And that's just the way it goes, right? You're up by by three, and you're like, huh, well, you know, at some point here, I'm going to have to mix in a couple saves just to keep it at distance. You know, and they get one, that one, 3-1. <laughs> but Coleman has that beautiful tip. To make oh it my four, god! To make the four one, and you're like, "What? Where did that? Like, are you kidding Between me?" Between the legs, yeah, I know. Top cheese. <laughs> yeah. If you're on the ice with that guy right now, just put it in his vicinity. Well, how about that that backhand pass he made too earlier in the first period? Was that yeah. Coleman? I think. It was. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And you're sitting there. It's like, why isn't this guy an all star? Like the breakaway pass to Backlund. Yes. Yeah. After he picked off Clayton Keller, no problem. Just stripped him like it was a Sunday chore. No big deal. And off to the races yeah. went twenty and. We got to get into this, but Vishmelka, oh, he was not bad. a bad start. Well, and and Arizona's whole club was brutal, awful. They were standing around; they were, they weren't moving their feet whatsoever. And for them to be as close as they are in the standings with Calgary, to come out and play a game like that, Calgary took full advantage, full marks to them. Yep. They 
you know, they, they found a sleepy team in Arizona and they took full advantage of them. And they need to do that to teams because we obviously saw uh, that team in Chicago that wasn't very good. That that was a game ripe for the pick and two, and they let that one slip through their fingers. What did you see on the Vigmelka goal? Just too far out, lost his net. The first one, I mean. Yeah, he, he he was he was fishing the whole game. It's twenty yeah. seconds. I mean, it's also tough too. You're twenty seconds into the game, and your first shot is a breakaway. And it's like Markstrom last year, and everyone's like, "You just got to stop the first <laughs> shot." It's like half of them are two on one one timers or yeah. breakaways. Like, I know. Let them get settled in, guys. I know. It's like playing a charity game with Jamie McCowan on the blue line, where he just he just he just <laughs> tosses a pizza up the middle, and it's a breakaway to start the game, and then you'll skate right by and go. You have a problem? You can't stop that one, or what? And then, <laughs> and then it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, then it's all my fault. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Uh, no, it's uh, it's uh, it was nice to see the early, the Flames get out to an early lead and keep the lead and keep the gas on, uh, and they needed everybody to do it again, right? I mean, every player contributed last night, and Mark's from second period, he kept that game at, at distance, and then Calgary obviously scores early in the third and carries on. Um, I uh, I thought about you last night watching the broadcast. Oh yeah, because um. <laughs> Slow down, everybody. Why don't you go? Wow, wow. Uh, what uh, what Greg Millen said night. about um, <laughs> <laughs> what Greg Millen said about Jacob Markstrom being calm in the net, yeah. and that's something you've been trumpeting here as being our big show Flames analyst. What I wanted to ask you last night, and I really noticed on some of the cross crease stops he was making, just the explosiveness yeah. from post to post from Jacob Marsham. Just talk about how difficult that is to do and how fast he was to stop those pucks. And not to lose your net, too. The biggest mm. thing, right? Like, you can push off mm. with power and you can push yourself out of the out of the. Carey play. Price used to do that sometimes. It'd yeah. be too much. He would lose his net. Yes. And it happens to every goaltender. To me, even Vasilevsky does that, too. You, you watch him kind of chase the puck every once in a while. And that's just... Uh, um, when you see a goalie struggle, little things like that start to happen. But you've marked him all season. It's explosive. It's quick. But he's never out of the play. He, it's just it's little movements, even if it's cross crease. He's got to cover distance. He's already he's a big guy too, so he doesn't have to come flying way out and then jump you know ten feet across. Obviously, it's an exaggeration, but he's but his reads are so good, and yeah. that's why you see him being as calm as he is because he's one step ahead of the play. He's he's reading shots. He's reading passes. He knows where the guys are in the slot or back door. You can say and he's and he's an excellent communicator too, right? If you watch him in the game, his head. I mean, every. NHL goaltender, American League goaltender. Your heads are all your heads always on a swivel, looking in the front of that, seeing where guys are. Pucks on the stick. You're kind of looking behind you, looking to the left, looking to see where guys are. And 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 he's just uh, he's a bit of a coordinator back there too. And he's a calming presence, and especially the way he's playing in the net. Like going back to last year again, where he was very emotional in the net, very uh, all over the place at times. You could tell he was trying hard, but it's like you can't try harder to stop the puck. That's one thing. Like when we had Mike Vernon in here before Christmas. The puck's got to come to you, mm-hmm. right? No matter how yeah. hard you try, the puck at the end of the day has to come to you. You have no influence. Well, you have a tad if you're cheating, but you can't make that guy shoot any faster unless you give him an open spot, right? Yeah. So it's patience and it's confidence. And you can see with Markstrom in his movements, he's not doing anything wild and crazy, but he get, like you said, he gets over like that. He reads the play very well. He doesn't make himself small. He's When he's on his knees, his shoulders come to the crossbar and he covers up a ton of net. And he's not trying too hard. The pucks are coming to him, and then he's, and he's a battler too, right? I mean, once he gets full scramble mode, the guy's all over the place. He's like octopus arms in there. He's flying <laughs> around, and things are just coming into play for him really well. The Flames have obviously definitely needed him to be well, and he's, um, he's been their best player all season. The evolution of Martin Pospisil has been fun to watch, hey? Yeah. 
It certainly has. Getting in there again yesterday, <laughs> getting all gritty. He's got that <laughs> smile, but he's never going to scrap that anybody. Dark visor. Yes. Oh yeah. The it just continues. Every game feels like he's taking another step and becoming more comfortable at this level and becoming just a regular NHL. Like there was a moment there where he slumped a little bit and it was like, oh maybe he has to go back. But now we're starting to see the consistency, and that's the hardest thing to do at that level. One hundred percent. But I think it takes, like we discussed this earlier too, it takes the pressure off of Kadri. Yeah. Right. Because everybody knows Kadri's a, a, a rat when he's going and he's 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 in your face and it's. Nice to have a little support in that arena because those guys can feel pretty lonely sometimes when they're always the one pulling guys into the fight and face washing guys after the scrum and and it doesn't hurt too that Pospisil's got he's got good hands and speed and he's and he's fast and he can read the game well a very similar player to a guy like Kadri too right that sure. has skill that can play on the edge right and and you know we've seen Kadri play throughout his career and and plays he's made where he's been suspended. But he's been a catalyst for a lot of positive things, too, for his hockey club. Colorado definitely depended on him, too, in the playoff run. And for a guy like Pospisil to play under a guy like Kadri, I'm sure he's probably taken him under his wing a tad because they play a very similar style game. Uh, and and it's just it's fun to see, too, because like rookies, first year, full-time in the league, Yeah, it's exciting to be there for the first little bit, and you're checked every, every building's new. And you're like, wow, this is Detroit or this is Chicago or this is crazy. The charter's still cool. Yeah, right. And and you don't have a hard time finding a little bit of extra kick uh, to, to get going for games. But once you get, you know, 20, 30 games in and pressure's there and guys are like, okay, this is kind of what you are. There's an expectation and you've contributed a little bit. Um, you're going to go through some ups and downs. But I've been very happy with Pospisil. He's done a great job. He's he sees the ice well too. He he yeah. makes some some passes and that what one goal he got on Sorokin against the Islanders this season too was just wow. Yeah. Right? So it, it's great to see him do well and and above all I think it just helps Kadri out not having to walk the line every night where he's got another guy where he can also say hey he might be giving the advice where he's probably Kadri's probably sitting in the situation hey you might want to dial it back here a little bit or hey you can push over here and it probably helps Kadri enjoy the game a bit more too. Uh, that is the voice of our Big Show Flames analyst, the chronolist, the Cobra himself, Mr. Bryn Cron, brought to you by All Kind Door Services. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet, 960 The Fan. Um, is the fourth line an issue? Uh, A.J. Greer's not an issue. I think I think the, uh, I would say, I, I they, they have a revolving door between Dewar, Dubé, and Rizichka, right? Who's, who is going to be the, and then you have Pelche coming up, and you have potentially Rooney. Right, Rooney. I think that'll sort itself out pretty quick. I do. I think the kind of inconsistencies on that line with certain players, once Pelche starts to get his feet underneath him a little bit, they're going to have options on that that back end. They put Dubé back in the game last night. Did you notice him? Very I much? thought he had a little bit more jump to his game than we've seen recently, but did he impact the game necessarily? No. 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 Hey, he won fitness testing, though. But this, like, <laughs> You know what? The best <laughs> test that I don't think you think they do anymore is the sit and reach test that I aced every year. Me and Roman Turk were super yeah. flexible individuals. Number one and number two, training camp, no big deal. You know, if somebody meets you for the first time, that's the first thing that'll come to mind. Yeah. This guy's really flexible. Yeah. That's sit, false. Sit and reach, right? Yeah. Dusted that dusted that every year. I hated fitness testing, and Drew McGinn was always the most fit guy at camper. I think Camilleri was a couple times, too, and... Whatever you know, I that was that, that was a <laughs> whatever <laughs> you guys being pros. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that was a that was a peak that I, that was a summit I could never climb. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I would get there and they're like, oh well, your body fat. But have they ever eaten a whole bucket of KFC on <laughs> right? a road trip? No. no. Yeah. Right. How about that? Yeah. Su- suck on that one, yeah. boys. Maybe yeah. do a real accomplishment. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Come on now. 
that uh, you know, yeah, he he was obviously he's a very fit individual, Rosie. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, we, they need him to get going. Otherwise, I think decisions will be made too. I think he's a restricted free agent at the end of the year. Dubé too, and Rizicka both we, are. Yeah, yeah, we we talked about that a little bit with Derek Wills. Yeah. yesterday, and like honestly, I. I don't want to commit to Dylan Dubé long term. No. I don't. No. I, I really don't. Uh, and God bless Dylan Dubé. And there were times of this season where if him and Andrew uh, Majapani switched jerseys, I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. But Majapani has been playing better lately and yes, not taking as de- as many just ill advised penalties as he was earlier on in the season. Yeah. But Dubé's a guy. Another one yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Did he? Or was it against Ottawa? He it took was another one. I think it was against Ottawa. Was, yeah. He might have um, broke a streak. He's, all, right. he's always on the score sheet. But for again, something. yeah. That yeah. fourth line, yeah. um, again, and that's something because we live in a hockey market, we, we harp on these types of things a little too much. But it was an issue at times last night yeah. when they were getting caved in in their own zone a little bit. But that's but that's today's league in a salary cap. Yep. If you have a good fourth line, you're way ahead of the game. But you're right. I think you bring up a great point with guys like Peltier on the horizon. Uh, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he'd start on the fourth line, yep. uh, which will give that line. A big shot on the arm. Um, we had the Noah Hannafin conversation. Eric Francis was on during the intermission saying that things are kind of close with an extension for Noah Hannafin. And Maddie and I talked about it. I'm team Noah Hannafin. Keep this guy here long term, yeah. turning 27 later this month. I think the type of game he plays, he'll age very nicely here for the Calgary Flames. And he's played some damn good hockey in Croner. I think I think he can play better hockey, to yeah. be honest with you. Well, you know what? It, it, it skews... My uh, my thought process, Ted. I remember when my agent was negotiating my first contract with the Calgary Flames, and I remember going to his house for the summertime, or for a couple of weeks anyway, and training down there. And he and I'd never been through a process like that before. And all he said was, "Is you know what? This, I we have an idea of where we want to be, where everything kind of sits." And he goes, "Leave it to me." He goes, "I'm not going to tell you how things are going up. I'm not going to update you every time. There's we're getting closer, we're back and further away." Because mm. he said psychologically, you know, you go up and then you go down, and you go up. You and don't want to do down. that. He says, "Now, basically, if you're okay with it, if you want to know, I'll tell you. But I advise that you just kind of first one, kind of ride it out, and and with this whole Hannafin, Lindholm, Tanev." The way the season ended last year, where no kind of guys were indicating, well, directly, that they did not want to come back unless there were changes made. So that's kind of put on hold. And then, you know, the season starts. And then, okay, everything that we're doing right now, we're going to just worry about playing hockey here. And there's a bunch of distraction with Zadorov and all that stuff. And and now we're back to to, to talking about an extension again. And, and I've been hard on Hannafin the whole time I've been on the radio. I, I totally have. And when you think about it... Um, He's play, like you said. He's playing some of his best hockey right now, and I, I, it's blowing me away. And then, if you really just be honest with yourself, if you were going to trade him away, you're going to look for him. You're going to look for him, right? And because he he does have he's played 600 games. He's only 26. He's going to be 27 here shortly. Young guy. Given him what's he looking for? Seven years. He's probably looking for some term. I would imagine seven years. I think or eight it, years. seven or eight years. Right. Seven and a half is probably. And the league what we've heard is not nearly as physical as it used to be. It's still demanding. Don't get me wrong, but he has got the skill set, the the skating ability. Like he he's such a good skater. You watch him, and going back to the Philly game too, there were a couple bad changes by the Flames D men, and he was able to negate a, a two on one, three on two because he can turn the Jets on and come back and catch up to guys. You know, and, and he's been excellent on the back end with his decision-making and first passes, getting pucks out of the zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that experiment with him for a while there, putting him on the power play. I don't think he's a power play specialist, but he can fill in if needed. 
Mm-hmm. And when you break it all down, I think it's a great, great, because defensemen too, especially uh, big defensemen like him, like he's tall, he's, you know, and you look at the, uh, the, the Knights last season when they won the Stanley Cup, they had a, they had a good goalie in Aiden Hill. He was good, but he unproven, played very well. Mm-hmm. But they had four studs back there that could move the puck, that could yep. get people out of the way, that made life very uh, a lot more um, easier for the forwards, for, for the D-men. And when you have big puck-moving defensemen that can skate well, it certainly it, it breaks the game open. And I've come around on Noah Hannafin. I really have. Um, I think of the three unrestricted free agents, he'd be the one I would be most just from on ice play and what he can do and the age he's at and the experience that he has, mm-hmm. I would be very happy to see Hannafin in a Calgary Flames jersey long term. That number makes sense. It does. Yeah, it does to me. Paying for a premium position, right? Because that's what it is. You know, this is a guy that he's a top four defenseman on the Flames because I think night to night that you could say this pair is the top pair because they just play more and they're yeah. getting a little bit more, but. Listen, he's your second PK guy. He can be a second power play guy. I think, like Brent said, when he's using his feet and he's activating down the wall in the offensive zone and getting part of the cycle, yeah. yeah. like how many times does he lose his winger just going down the wall and then the other defense is in scramble mode because somehow he's made it behind the net and now you've got some opposition winger trying to cut across their defensive system to follow him. It just creates a ton of chaos. He does a really good job of that. And and one other thing too, I was, I mean, like every defenseman, no matter how good you are, sometimes things can be a little bit scrambly in your own zone. Mm-hmm. And over the years, Hannafin's been guilty of making poor decisions and when when pressured, and that happens to everybody. But it was happening there quite a bit. Where every time he get the puck, it was just a soft chip up the middle, and it would be taken away, and they'd be scrambling in their zone. And I honestly think too, the way Markstrom plays the puck, I think it's stabilized a lot of yes. uh, uh, the defensemen. Know they're not getting run. Or at least they have an opportunity to see where the next pass is going, or if they're going to get hit, they can brace themselves. Because um, you do notice when Vladar goes in net, though knock against Vladar, he's not quite the puck player that Markstrom is, and he makes everybody's job a little bit easier out there, right? So, yeah, Dustin Wolf plays the puck like yes, that. he does. Yeah, yeah, that's good to see, and it's calm, right? Because I could never play the puck; I was horrible at it. It was just, but back when I played too, it was basically just stop the puck behind the net, and either you have your kind of two little outlet passes, or it's high and hard off the glass. Even yeah, if you got nothing, like just no. You're not making plays, and then Mike Smith came around, and Marty Turco and Dan Ellis, and these guys that could really Marty Berdur, right? They were Dan Ellis. Yeah. Oh, he was good at nice it too. Ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'd be very happy to see him in in the Flames uniform. I I hate those eight year contracts because from a fan's perspective, even from my if they, you gave me a ten year contract, you know, where's my motivation? Unless you're guys like McDavid and like if we gave you a ten year contract to be the Big Show Flames analyst, you wouldn't sign it. I'd sign it, but I might sleep in a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, okay, oh, hey, it's, right. it's minus fifty seven outside. You know, boys, uh, we can do this uh, from uh, the comfort yeah. of my bed here right now on the phone. Yep. Um, you know, oh, sorry, I'm sick today. You know, I might I need to take maintenance today. We've got nine and a half yeah. more years left on this contract. Got to maintain right. that wing or the the voice box, right? You're not uh, obviously you're playing to win, but You've seen it a lot yeah. where you sign those long-term deals and guys, you know, it's it's the motivation, right? But uh, I think Hannafin's worth it. Uh, that is the voice of our Big Show Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, um, courtesy of All Kind Door Services. Straight ahead, uh, we're going to play um, the sum of all flames again. Yeah, great. And uh, we're going to talk about what the potential bet is going to be between you and Maddie. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And we got to uh, get your opinion on that. And we'll also... <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll also do plays of the week as we wrap yeah. up the week. I love plays of the week. It's damn cold. You star in them a lot. I do. I say a lot of stupid things. Like thing. you star in a lot yeah. of people's dreams. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I'm Get out of my about... dreams and into my car. <laughs> That's a brain cron. <laughs> it's the big show. Uh, what... Wait, enough with the old what? 70s. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who did that? Yeah. All of a sudden, that just reminds me of like watching it through like scrambled. Like the scrambled screen because yeah. you didn't pay for it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think Couple I saw lines boob. across. I can't see. I think I saw boob. I saw nipple. Yeah. All right, it's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sports at nine sixty. The fan. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sports at nine sixty. The fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Um, it's Friday. It's been a long, hard week. Um, it has been long and hard for yeah. sure. Yeah, long, tough week. Cold yeah. weather. A lot of cold weather. Stay safe out there. It's I'm going to have be such a nap today. Me too. It's going to be insanely cold this evening. It will so be. So probably stay inside. Or come watch the Wranglers at the Scotiabank Saddle, though. Or yeah. you can listen or, to it on your radio. Or get a minor hockey game scheduled for tonight because there was an opening. So that's what I got to do tonight what? at 7.45 p.m. Oh, okay. they got, they're going to use that ice time. Oh, man. You know what? Just leave the doors open. You know, because <laughs> yeah, the, the, well. the ice will just stay frozen yes. by itself. And... Uh, I uh, I'm and my because my kid's a goal. It's like, of course we have to go. But if I was if he was a player, I'd be like, nope. see you later. I uh, passed a buddy in the elevator as yeah. I was going to the Wranglers game yesterday, and he had his hockey bag with him. I was like, where are you skating today? <laughs> he was going to Edge. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's oh, trip. Oh, oh, oh. Not only is it a trip, it is <laughs> freezing in there. <laughs> you are going to be cold. Like I guarantee that it is almost as cold in the rink as it is outside. So you get there, you get in your cold gear that's been in your car. Then you get onto the cold bench, and then after the game, you go back in the cold locker room, put on all your cold stuff, hop in your cold car if it starts, then drive 30 minutes back downtown. Love of the game. Love of the game. That sounds great. (laughs) I played in some rinks as a kid growing up in Southern Manitoba where there was no, like, artificial ice. Yeah. It was just ice. Right, where and if it was cold during the winter, which it usually is in southern Manitoba, it was just a big. There's a big fan at the end. You felt like you were like in a, oh. a prison. You know, it was just turning, and and a wind it, tube. It, it, it would bring <laughs> the cold air in. We'd be freezing, and the parents would just not even be watching any games. They'd be like yeah. in the vehicles, let it warm yeah. up while our toes are falling off, <laughs> and it was awful. Yeah, terrible. Um, that is the voice of our big show Flames analyst, the Cobra, Mister Brent Cron, uh, courtesy of All Kind Door Services. Um. We played the sum of all flames once. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, you and Maddie failed miserably. <laughs> you did. failed miserably. We yeah, that's study probably for the test. fair. Yeah. Um, we're going to try it again. Okay. But before we play the game, and it's going to be a lot easier today. I'm okay. going to be honest with you. It's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to okay. be a lot easier today. I hope so. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but you guys got to have a bet. The winner... Gets a poem written about them by the loser. Are you okay We've with done that? We've this before, have we not? Yes, but mm-hmm. I de- but the poem has to be a minimum of twenty seconds. Mm. All right, wow, that's you the know, stipulation. We're just a skin in the game for you, just because you do the prep. You don't have anything on the line. Is that what this is all about? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's my game. I did all the work. <laughs> I did all the legwork. I put together all the questions, and you and, will and, pay the price. And then I get to hear the poem on Monday between oh. the two of you. All right, are you into that? I'm, hey, twenty I'm, second poem. You know what? You, you put a little bit more effort in when you have a little skin in the game. So I was thinking that we, um, <laughs> that you guys write down, because I, I, in the words of uh, our boss, Mr. Art Factora, he, uh, he said, maybe you should give the guys a multiple choice answer. No. 
So you give the question, you give multiple choice, and you guys write down the questions because I'm going to give you 10 questions. And there's also a tiebreaker question. Oh my God. So this is how it's going to work. This is how it's going to work. I'm going to give you numbers from the current members of the Calgary Flames, uh-huh. and they will equal a member of the 0304 Calgary Flames. Okay. Are you following? Yeah. yeah. Current <laughs> members of the Calgary Flames, it'll be subtraction, addition, multiplication, or division. And then you will try to find the answer from a from a former member of the Calgary Flames on the 0304 team. Got it? Mm-hmm. I'm not a very good mathematician either, just so you know. Okay. I can calculate goals against average and save percentage. That's about as far as my math <laughs> Which is very down. impressive. Yeah. Are you guys... Um, actually, you know what, GVP? I'm going to throw in the timer I have because I need to read the questions. So I'm going to give you guys 10 seconds to answer. It's in sports, GVP. I'm going to give you guys 10 seconds to answer the questions. Okay. All right. okay? And then you write it down. Don't cheat. Don't look at each other's sheets. Matt and, won't be looking at mine, I guarantee you And then you that. we will look, and then we'll see who gets the most right. All right, let's do this. All right, I'm fired up ready? to do this. GVP, do this. Uh, after I read the question, hit the timer, okay? Copy that. The first question. <laughs> Are you ready? We're playing the sum of all flames here. I'm just going to walk out, actually. No. <laughs> no. I'm done. <laughs> uh, it's been a good first half of the year. We're done here. See you. Question number one. Adam Rzitska... Minus Dylan Dubé equals blank. Hit it. A, Tony Lubin. B, Christoph Olawa. C, Mika Kiprasov. D, none of the above. D. Wait. Am I not supposed to say it? Tony Lubin. Okay, just write down your answers. Okay, next question. Oh, that's wrong. Write down your answers. Uh, Jordan Osterle minus Elias Lindholm. Is it A, Brendan Evans? B, D, McCammon? C, Josh Green. D, none of the above. Hit the timer. Okay. I th- okay. I got it. Yep. Do I have to tell you what my guess is, no. or are we doing that no, at the end? Okay. We're, we're going yeah. through this at the end here, Rosie. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Over there. I'm into this now. I, I like the way you've rejigged the game. Yeah. I like okay. it. It's yeah. Yeah. He's got a little bit more yeah. of a... Yeah, okay. Question number three. Yeah. We're playing the sum of all flames. Nick Simone minus Noah Hannafin equals... A, Roman Turek, B, Mike Commodore, C, Dennis Gauthier, D, none of the above. Oh, Kron, like, writing his answer down right away, knows it. Okay. Get away from me. Question <laughs> number four. Our man from Buffalo, Denny Gilbert, Dennis Gilbert, divided by Rasmus Anderson, equals... A, Chris Simon, B, Dave Lowry, C, Jerome McGinley, D, none of the above. Got it. I think I'm getting the hang of this. <laughs> wow, I don't even need to use my fingers and my toes. All right, question five. Croner, how are you doing over there? I'm feeling uh, You're feeling cautious, good? Cautiously optimistic. You're feeling confident? I am. Uh, you're writing all the down like five, and yeah. you have the answer, right? We we, we know yeah. what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I just have the number of the question, and then I have the letter that I chose. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. okay perfect. Question five. All right. Dan Vladar uh-huh. minus Mackenzie Weger. Is it A. Robin Regeer, B. Sean Donovan, C. Chuck Kobasu, D. None of the above. Done. Got it. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Gonna make wow, these you already hard. wrote it down. You make yeah. these hard at some point? Like, my goodness. Oh, okay. Well, they get a little more difficult. All right. Question six. Nazem Kadri 
minus Connor Zary equals A, Brennan Evans, B, Vili Niemannen, C, Rhett Warner, D, none of the above. Is he going to make any of these hard? Oh, my God. You know what? My goodness. I'm gonna, I'll stop out here for a second. I'll answer the next four. Yeah, exactly. I'll come back when yeah. it's all over. <laughs> Question number seven. Yegor Sharangovich plus A.J. Greer equals A.D. McCammon, B. Steve Reimprecht, C. Oleg Saprikin, D. None of the above. Hmm. I think Getting a little tougher now, one. gentlemen. Three guys that I'm like, oh, man. Great flames. Okay. But what number do they wear? Question eight. Andrew Majapani mm-hmm. divided by Chris Tanev equals A, Marcus Nielsen, B, Blair Betts, Steve Stefaniel, D, none of the above. A Blair Betts reference. Boom. Wow. Double Bs. Uh, it's Blair Betts. Cron. Yeah. yeah it's, it's Blair Betts. Okay. Question it's nine. Blair Betts. Question nine. We're playing the sum of all flames. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. We're okay. using numbers from current members of the Calgary Flames to equal a member of the 0304 team. Question number nine. Pospisil <laughs> minus Don't Dewar. you always want to say Vasek? I do. That's, what that's, I'm what, always... that's, that's why I blank real yeah. quick for a second. Yeah, I'm like, oh, wait. Uh, Martin no. Pospisil, not Vasek Pospisil. <laughs> Martin Pospisil minus Walker Dewar equals A, Steve Montador, B, Jordan Leopold, C, Matthew Lombardi, D, none of the above. Done. No problem. Oh, wow. It's none of the above, Brent. I'm, uh, it's none of the I'm above. just writing the players' names down as opposed to A, B, or C, so I'm sure we can figure this out. We will right. figure it out. Okay, mm. good. Uh, question 10 as we play the sum of all flames. Okay. Yeah. Michael Backlund uh-huh. times Blake Coleman... Divided by Jonathan Huberto. A, Craig Conroy. B, Jamie McLennan. C, Martin Jelena. D, none of the above. I missed the multiple choice options. (laughs) All right, that's 10 questions. I think I know who it was, but I don't know what letter he represented. That is 10 (laughs) questions. That's 10 questions. Okay. I have a tiebreaker here. Okay. And it's getting to the closest number in case you guys have the same right. Okay. The tiebreaker is, what number did Marcus Nielsen wear on the 0304 Flames? What number did Marcus Nielsen wear on the 0304 Flames? Game 5 I winner. I need an answer. Hmm? Game 5 winner against Tampa Bay. Got it? I think so. Okay. I was there when he did it. Are you ready to uh, give your answer? Yeah. Do you want to hand the sheet over to... Uh, Patrick Dumas, so we we have this. There, it's on the total up and up. <laughs> you got it. Does mine make sense for you? Can you read some of that? Is it legible? You can just show it to me, and then I can tell you what I said. You don't have to look at the numbers. You just yeah. need to know which the question players. it was and what the answer okay. was. Okay. Yeah, uh, you don't the, need to. You don't. The answer, you're not getting tested on our work. The the <laughs> answer to number one, uh, Adam Rajiska minus Dylan Dubé, of course, equals thirty four. Mika Kiprasov. Oh, oh, wrong, wrong Maddie. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, you both got that wrong. Yeah. I had forty four. Yeah, uh, uh, Maddie had Rhett Warner and uh, Brent had Tony Ludman. Okay, Ludman with Y. Okay, yes. yeah. Uh, so you're both zero for one. <laughs> Question two: 
Jordan Orsterle minus Elias Lindholm equals a D, none of the above. None of the players. Darn it. I you said Brendan Evans. It's a soft spot for me. I played against him for a lot oh, of years. I yeah. love that guy. Brendan Evans you know was uh, I figured the answer. there might be some kind of connection. I'll give the players' oh. names again. Um, question three. Nick DeSimone minus Noah Hanfin equals two. Mike Commodore. Uh, that was over Roman Turek, Dennis Gauthier, none of the above. Mike <sighs> Commodore is answered to number three. A C? Yep. Maddie, you're right. No, it was B. Oh, Mike Commodore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matty, you were, see. You know he gave it to you, and he took it away. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So what do we have for some three reason, questions? Call me where 22. Okay, so we're 0 for 6 as a whole yes. so far in the sum of Hell all yeah. flames. Let's go. <laughs> um, question four. Denny Gilbert divided by Rasmus Anderson equals Chris Simon, Dave Lowry, Jerome McGinley, on the above. It's, of course, 12. Jerome McGinley is the answer to number four. Did you not get that one? No. That was I wasn't even paying attention to the numbers. Uh, I was see. just yeah. – Answering with confidence. I figured it would help me out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kron, 0 for 4. <laughs> 0 for Just 4. trying to make a nice design on the Scantron. I was trying to get inside uh, Maddie Rose. <laughs> uh, Maddie Rose, uh, 1 for 3. Okay. One Question 5. Dan Vladar minus Mackenzie Weger equals Robin Regeer, Shane Donovan, Sean Donovan, Chuck Kobasu, Dean, and the above. It's 28. Robin Regeer. The answer is A. Reggie. Wrong, Kron. Oh, Maddie got it right? Yes, Maddie got it okay, right. Okay, Maddie, two for five. One of my faves from back then. It's almost getting to a point where Kron uh, can't catch you. <laughs> Question six. Uh, Nazem Kadri minus Connor Zeri, 91 minus 47 equals Brendan Evans, Billy Neiman in, Rhett Warner, D down to the above. It's 44, Rhett Warner. The, the answer is C. I thought I had it. Okay, uh, Croner's 0 for 6. Yep. Maddie is... <laughs> Maddie's 3 and 3. Three right in a row yeah. for Matt Rose. Uh-huh. Uh, question 7. Uh, Yegor Sharangovich plus AJ Greer equals D. McCammon, Steve Reinprecht, Oleg Saprikin. It's actually D, none of the above. Oh. Nobody hey, that Cron- bill on number 7. Is that a D I, or I got a B? That. I got That's that. A D, yeah. That's a D, Okay, yeah. hey, Croner got the D. Yeah. That'd be. Congratulations. Wow. <laughs> uh, question number 8. Andrew Majapani divided by Chris Tanev equals A, Marcus Nielsen, B, Blair Metz, C, Stefan Yell, Dean on the above. It's 11. Stefan Yell and C is the answer to number uh, yeah, Go win, Go I, win yourself yeah. a face-off, lad. Let's go. I lost. Maddie got that? <laughs> yeah, Maddie got that one. Uh, question nine. Uh, Martin Pospisil minus Walker Dewar, 76 minus 71, equals Steve Montador, Jordan Leopold, Matthew Lombardi, Dean on the above, equals five. Steve Montador, A. Oh. I got that, oh, yeah, one. got that one. Is number nine. Yeah. What was this one? Hey, I don't, go what, back to eight for a second. What, what yeah, number was Jordan it, Leopold? Uh, eight was oh, Stefan Yell, C. Okay, that's still wrong. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, the last question. Um, Michael Backlund times Blake Coleman divided by Jonathan Huberto. 11 times 20 divided by 10 equals A, Craig Conroy, B, Jamie McLennan, C, Marty Jelena, D, none of the above. The answer is A, Craig Conroy, 22. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah, I lost. Uh, and the... <laughs> And the um, tiebreaker question, the number Marcus Nielsen wore for the Calgary Flames. Matty had 70. Croner, what did you write down? Nine? <laughs> You're actually closer. Uh, he wore 26 Aww. for the Calgary Flames. <laughs> uh, what was the final score? Uh, Matt got one, two, three, four, five right. And he beat Kron me five got two. three. Okay. Three. Yeah. Five, five so three. on Monday, I actually have to write a you have to queen. write a poem that's at least 20 seconds long. To one Matt Rose, a boat Matt Rose. I'd you have to, to write him something nice. Whatever type of poem you want. I got it. Could I, be a limerick. It, you know what? Ever haiku. Since you made me do this a long time ago, 
I got about 19 poems about Matt Rose for just this very occasion. Just, just practicing? Yes. Yeah. Just in the holster? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have a little pad of paper beside your bed? I do. In, okay. in a chest of drawers. Yeah, okay. Where all my secrets are kept. My soup recipe, uh, okay. all that stuff, right? Nice. What else? <laughs> what else is in there? It's all old paper. Very old paper. Um, that is the it's voice a, of... a uh, quill and ink. Oh. Mr. You uh, wrote me poems with a quill and ink? I did. It's the only way. Um, that's the voice of Mr. Brent Cron, wow. our Big Show Flames analyst, brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. You ready for Plays of the Week before we say goodbye? As long as I don't have, t- as long as I'm not tested on Plays of the Week. As long as you're not doing math. So yeah. what did you think of today's edition of Better. Some of All Flames? Better. Better. I love yeah. it, actually. Was it easier? Yeah. Yes. There's gotta be there's gotta be something more to kind of fill the space when we're trying to do our works, but there's there's it's good. There's something there. Okay. There was a little bit of dead that I think we gotta clean up, but there's something there. Okay. But it was easier than the first time. It was better. It than was the last much time. more manageable yeah. than the last time. Less okay. infuriating, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I, I I like the hustle and bustle. Like you threw that last question where I had to do division and multiplication, and then I didn't even hear what the answer choices were, but that's part of the game. Yeah. Wow. That is was it, a is it nine one. retired in the rafters? It is. Yeah. yeah. Nine, 30, 12, and I'm surprised you guys didn't know the number of Marcus Nielsen, number 26. 11? And some of our listeners are listening. I'm sure they're knocking those out of the park oh, for sure. they're listening. Yeah. They knew, like, Marcus Nielsen, of course he wore 26, idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's some for people sure. out there, too. For sure. Yeah. Um, you'll be back Monday to break down the game against the Golden Knights. Yeah, I will. We look forward to that. Uh, but before we say goodbye, uh, number one, stay warm out there. It's ridiculously cold. But number two... Plays of the week. We'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. Bye. This is the best of the worst of the big show with Russick and Rose. Hi. (laughs) But the other thing, too, is I would also say that those two had an uncharacteristically (laughs) nailed it. Good try, Rose. This wouldn't have happened. 15. <laughs> See this guy over here? Yeah. Right? This is a joke. Christoph Oliver. You know, milk, milk, squirt, squirt. Thick and delicious. I love the creamer. Oh, you really slurped it. Gotta aerate it. Yeah, yeah. And look taste at it. You gotta look at the legs. Cover, cover all the taste buds. No. It's a 10. It's a solid 10. A straight 10. It's a 10 out of 10. I actually don't mind the thick consistency of it. I, I was raised on the dairy. <laughs> <laughs> you said you had four glasses. I'm trying to remember who the Didsbury Heritage I, team is. I, Yeah, I had around four glasses of milk. What? <laughs> Why, well, I had four cookies yesterday. <laughs> 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 you needed a, a glass of milk <laughs> for every cookie. No, 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 no. When a guy is uh, in the honey hole there, and I saw a bunch of blowers out there. What did he say? <laughs> oh my God. I'm double dipping. You and me, season. Dog. Yeah, you gotta dog. say dog. He's a dog. 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 Uh, Woof. Can... You pat me. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. You guys have Valentine's Day in Canada, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we got it last year. <laughs> <laughs> Put him. He's got to go with like a place where like can. Guys, there's they're a very defensible, responsible system where you can you go do your your, your stuff. Ron, why did you say that? Why? Poop, poop mouth, poop out of your mouth.
You get like one or two S bombs a, a yeah, week. That's fine. fine. <laughs> do you feel like your dolphins are going to do better because you're going to kind of be in lockstep? Like it's going to be cold as hell here. It's going to be cold in Kansas City. You guys are both going to be freezing in all your dolphins gear. Yeah, I don't know if there's really any correlation there, oh. Matt. That's a great question, man. Front Friday. Front Friday. Front Friday. Fortnet. My mouth isn't working. You bring the D. That's hot. It, oh, yeah. It's the heft. It's the weight. Yeah. You can actually get a good chuck on it. It fits um, nice in the palm, hey? Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose. Weekdays when you wake up.